<laughs> oh, look who's home. Long time no see. You haven't changed a bit. Come on in. Welcome back. With genuine BMW expertise, parts, and a convenient range of options to suit you, when it comes to caring for your BMW, there's no place like home. Book your BMW service online 24-7. T's and C's apply. Subject to availability, participating retailers only. Now, let's take a look at you. Every ultimate experience Ireland has to offer is always within reach with a 182 BMW. The ultimate bowl of chowder, seasoned with Atlantic salt air, the ultimate swim spot, even the ultimate scenic shortcut that happily takes way, way longer. Experience the ultimate with a 24-hour test drive from your local BMW retailer, because owning your new BMW is always within reach. Visit BMW182.ie. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 54 of Dumb All Over. Recording from It Always Snows on Tuesdays, Pennsylvania. This is a progressive podcast of brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. And we are always under the influence of crap here. Fuck it, Austin. We're going through. <laughs> on today's episode, we are going to talk about Russian sanctions, Chris Christie's new job, an update on gerrymandering in Pennsylvania, and solar power in Italy presented by Octopus. <laughs> We will find out what is going on in Not America with our Not America correspondent, Stephen. And then we have an interview with Sharon of the Habeas Humor podcast, which we are looking forward to immensely. And Stephen, too. And these news stories. And introducing the beers. And I'm Tom. <laughs> and, and and across the table is Austin. Oh my god, that was the weirdest intro you've ever done. But yes, I'm here. Hi, Austin. And um, I don't know what that was. <laughs> the intro of the year. I have to say, well, the listeners don't know is that every week when we when we do the intro, I always try to do something to throw Tom off. <laughs> This time it worked. <laughs> this time it worked. But then he got me back. <laughs> because we're going yeah, through Yeah, because he it. said some weird shit. <laughs> but okay, Tom. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is the start of a great episode, Austin. Yep. How are you? I'm good. Good. I've uh, been struggling to keep up with everything that's happening. Me too. Yeah, so... Um, me too. That full-time job and the full-time podcasting thing and the full-time news stories... Yeah, got, this is difficult. It got back to yeah. me again. Yeah. Got back to me again. Yeah, but it's okay. you right over. Yeah. Like, psh. Like, psh. 
Yeah. But we <laughs> we the um, sound you make. Yeah, that's, that's sound effects. <laughs> it's the wish. <laughs> we do have a few stories to talk about. Um, we're going to focus on a couple lesser known stories this week. I think it's a nice break from all the madness. I'm sure every mm-hmm. podcast that you listen to is going to be talking about all the major things. We'll talk about the one major thing in the Russian sanctions in just a moment. But before that, Ooh. we have a beer. Now, I don't know if we've had this one. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, we We're, haven't had that many Southern tier. No, we are going heavy on the stouts today uh, because I picked the beer and I like stouts. Stouts, porters. And porters, yeah. yeah. No, but mostly stouts, I think. Um, this one is from Southern tier, as Austin spoiled. Um, <laughs> like a big secret? It was, it was, but it's okay. It's You're just mad because you think that's your job to get to announce the beer. It is my beer. <laughs> oh, okay. My, it's my beer. That's what I said. Um, this is their double milk stout. Uh, but and, not double and, chocolate milk stout. And, and it contains lactose sugars. Mm. That's what it says. Uh, two we, X. We stout. all need to be a little more lactose tolerant. Um, sure, <laughs> sure. Uh, ABV seven point five. Okay, well, decent. Uh, you know, not a bad starting point. Not a bad starting point. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, That's hold what on. I said. Hold on. We're, <laughs> okay. we're going to do the symbolic cheers, and we'll get yes. the shit show on the road. All right. Oh, that was good. Ooh, and my squeaky chair. I need to put like a microphone right here just for that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Get that one stand, the standalone one. Yeah, I'll have to find it. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, it's like heaven in a glass. Um, well. But it's black heaven. (laughs) (laughs) So the music's better and the food's delicious. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. I was going to say, like, how could you know what heaven tastes like because it doesn't exist, but I like the black heaven better. Yeah, yeah. White heaven would not be fun. Hot dogs no. and hamburgers and haggis. Oh, and All the shorts. things that white people create. <laughs> shorts. Yes. Jorts. Oh, my God. Oh, man, that'd and be miserable. CNN. <laughs> and, and white people. <laughs> Let's not forget that part. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. not the part I'm looking forward no. to. CNN. Especially if it's like wasp heaven. That would be the worst. Yeah, with, like yeah. everybody's just passive aggressive mm. all the time. Yeah, and they wouldn't be watching Fox all yeah, day. No. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, no. Even television would be better in Black Heaven. Yeah. Damn it. Well, it's okay. I'm not going to any heaven anyway, so <laughs> don't, don't matter. Yeah. Mm. I just, I just spittled. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Well. We shall begin uh, the news because we have interviews today, and so we probably got to get going. Have I done a good job? Have I done a good job? Not at all. Probably the least of anybody you've ever met. There's nobody that understands the horror better than me. If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Let's begin with the biggest story of the, well, beginning of the week, because again, Tuesday, show comes out Friday, this is probably going to be old news by then. You know, Tom, I'm glad that we're finally going to talk about this. Do you guys know what snacks Beyonce had at the Grammys? Because there was a um, whole article about uh, it on Yahoo. <laughs> there was a whole article. <laughs> Did you read the article? I want to know what snacks No, but now. it mentioned juice boxes, and I was like, okay, okay, I see how really, you Really, Beyonce? Really? Yeah. You got all this money, and the Illuminati, and you're going... <laughs> the Illuminati! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch a YouTube video, I'm convinced. Beyonce and the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, there's signs. That should be her next album, Illuminati. The, oh, then it's confirmed. But, but it should be spelled naughty. like Because <laughs> that's never been done before. Ever, ever has that been done before. Not by a Grammy award-winning artist. Well. I don't think. Well, you're, you're 
Yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> but you know what? I don't know. Yeah. Grammys are kind of watered down these days. Uh, yeah, very male that's coming for up. some reason. That's coming up soon, isn't it? It already happened. I meant to say <laughs> it already that's, happened. That's why there was an article about the snacks that she had during the Grammys. No, that's yeah. not what I said, though. You were just misunderstanding me. So who won the Grammy for the best music? <laughs> That's a category. <laughs> and now for the best music. <laughs> Beck. Beck. <laughs> Why, did Beck win something? No, a couple of years ago he oh. did, and it was a whole big thing. So, like, what's the top category? Like, what's the uh, movie uh, of the year sort of thing? I don't I think album of the year would be top. Okay, and who won that? Oh, I have no fun. I never yeah. watched a Grammys. Oh, you didn't watch the Grammys? No, why the fuck would I watch a Grammys? Because your album... The Path Ahead <laughs> yes. is officially out. And it wasn't even nominated. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah. But it can't, I think we missed the deadline. No, yes. So as, next year? As the awards ceremony already happened. Yes. As we pointed out. As we pointed out. <laughs> and today is the day your album was released, or maybe it was a different day, but today is official. Yeah. Um, it's officially done now. It hasn't officially released yet. Fuck. So some people are getting a sneak peek. Hmm, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> And it's not Tom. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to make him wait. No. Hey, uh, speaking of albums, Russian Sanctions. <laughs> it's Russia's first album. <laughs> Russia's first. Okay. I don't think it was. But um, No, it was just called Rush. So what happened, Austin? There was, there was a, a little, little, little problem. Um, well, uh, the Senate had previously passed a bill. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That they were going to impose Russian sanctions. It passed overwhelmingly, actually. Yeah, yeah. and we'll talk a little bit about the <laughs> yes. two people who didn't vote yes. for it in the yes. Senate uh, in just a moment. Yes. But what's this bill called? It's uh, Countering America's Adversaries? Is that what it's called? It seems like it, I think it has a longer oh, and stupider uh, name than countering that. Countering America's Adversaries Through Sanctions Act is the official name of the act. Well, they would have to tell you what it's through. <laughs> I would say they name bills like Lifetime names their movies. Mm, that is kind of true. Yeah. It looks like, like that great Lifetime movie, um, Husband Beats Wife. <laughs> they always have the description of what the movie is in the title. Kidnapped. Yeah. Like, wife what? runs away. <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, um, men bad. <laughs> yeah. But I have to agree with a lot of wrong. their titles. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, it looks like we're looking at the Wikipedia version of uh, of what was in the bill because we couldn't so find. We a know that everything source. is one hundred percent accurate. One hundred percent. It looks like it involves uh, countering Iran's destabilizing activities act of twenty seventeen, countering Russian intelligence in Europe and Eurasia act of twenty seventeen. Um, it involves Korea. I see oh, Syria. Korean interdiction and modernization. Is that Health Sanctions Act. Nice. Yes. It looks like uh, there's involving Syria. So even though it's going to be considered the Russian sanctions, there's a lot more to this apparently. But regardless, there were. In, it looks like the main part of this was definitely the Russian sanctions and the. Um, what was the final vote? It set it up on top. It was ninety-eight to two. Well, in the Senate, but in the House, it was also pretty overwhelming, I think, as well. Uh, 419 to 3 was the House vote, and 98 to 2 was the Senate vote. Um, Just as a heads up, those two that voted no in the Senate were Rand Paul. Yes. And no one else. (laughs) 
wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Yes, was also a no vote on this bill. Was a surprising no vote. Twitter blew up. Well, the center left part of Twitter blew up. Yes, the alt um, center. The yeah. alt center, yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, making people aware that Bernie Sanders voted no. Now, Bernie Sanders today, which is Tuesday, so obviously a couple of days ago for you guys, uh, is going to be doing his own State of the Union address, mm-hmm. I believe, right after Donald Trump's State of the Union address, yes. or hopefully during it. That would be even better. Along I'd with a couple other Democrats that. and yeah. independents. Yes. Yeah, there's a, quite a few. Now, as far as what the bill actually uh, entails, you can check it out yourself because there's quite a bit. I'm not, I'm not going to spend the entire podcast reading through all the things that are involved in this. The important part uh, is not even the Bernie Sanders part because Bernie Sanders has his reason. The important part isn't even Bernie Sanders voting no because he does have his uh, his issues with sanctions. And he's made yeah. that clear throughout his entire political uh, experience, his entire – what am I looking for? career <laughs> what as, you've said <laughs> as a as a politician um the real problem is it was passed with overwhelming support mm-hmm. 98 to 2 is a little bit of a majority a little bit a little bit yeah and even the house is a huge majority and what is president donald j trump going to do well he has said that he's going to delay and then decided not to impose at all right. sanctions on Russia. That is that is a scary thing. Yeah. Let's first of all let's focus on the fact that he's saying no to Russian sanctions. Let's focus on that for a second. Okay. With the Russian investigation going on and the possibility of some sort of ties, whether or not you believe in it or not, there's an investigation going on. You can't not deny that fact. You can deny the fact that Trump is not involved, but you can't deny the fact that he is being investigated or his people at least are being investigated. And then you say no to Russian sanctions when your entire party voted yes except for Rand fucking Paul, which no one gives a shit about. <laughs> Now you put yourself in this terrible position that if the Republicans do decide to take it back and just push it through like Republicans are famous for, and I ain't talking about bills, (laughs) now you look at the fact that the Republican Party is completely broken down. If the Republican-controlled Congress can't get their own president to pass a bill that they overwhelmingly support Well, he signed it. Right, and then deny, and then he says he's uh, now he's not going to impose them. But my point is, but isn't that what do not, Republicans do? Isn't that not fulfilling the the oath of office it, to carry out I the laws? So. Yeah. I believe so. And people, it are t- almost sounds like an impeachable offense. <laughs> it almost sounds like a fucking dictatorship. That's what it sounds yeah. like. And I'm, I, I hate to look. I know you guys go around passing laws, but I don't have to enforce them if I don't want to. <laughs> In his case, it's true. Yeah. I hate using the words like dictators. Well, it's actually true in all cases. Just like some presidents decide to be more lenient on immigrants or more lenient on marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, I don't know what it could possibly be. Yeah, I can't imagine. But Trump is deciding to be more lenient on Russia. Yeah, I can't understand why. Yeah, I don't know. Because they've never spoken before. No. You know, they're not friends. Look, Doesn't I barely have speak English. I can't speak Russian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true. I bet you he's fluent in Russian. But it doesn't matter. 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't think it's fluent in anything. <laughs> I, I I hate using the words like dictator and 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 monarch and stuff like that because it's not necessarily true, and it's a scary word to say in an American democracy. However, well, a monarch wouldn't really. He's not a king. No, but this kind of thing just says dictator all over. Dictator, it. I'll give you, yeah. And it's scary, and I'm not the only one. No, I'm scary. not the only one yeah. talking about that. And uh, yeah, I don't know what even, he's even do. if you disagree with the law. I mean, he could have vetoed it. He could have, but he chose to sign it and then say and not enforce nah. it. Nah. Nah. I just, you know, I misread it. He says in a quote, he says it's deeply flawed. Well, he's like, that's what I've been doing all these years with my wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> look, look, I said a thing when we got married. Look, Melania didn't even speak English when we got married. So what difference is I'm not sure if she does right now. Yeah. <laughs> She's the, she is the least visible uh, first lady I've ever seen. Oh, I know. I've seen every first lady. And we've lady. seen more of her than most first ladies. That is true, yeah. but not in the ways. Not in the ways we've Look, seen more he is of her. Great for president of being country, being president. Oh, oh <laughs> but like, if you think about it, Michelle Obama did all these amazing activities. She had these great programs to try to cut down childhood obesity. Yeah. What's what has Melania done? Oh, we make uh, online bullying go away now. Cease. Bye bye. Really? Yeah. What is she? Well, okay. I don't know why she's why like Tommy that Tommy Okay. <laughs> He's Donald Trump is married to Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> oh, hi, Donald. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what? Is she from New Orleans too? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and I say hi to him. <laughs> oh, my God. When when I see him, yeah. Does she still live in New York, or she move over to the White House? I finally? don't know. I think she's living in the White House. She living in the White House? I think so. <laughs> Um, we'll have more on this uh, in the upcoming weeks, I'm sure. We're going to hear more about this. I, I'm just curious to see what the Republicans do from here. All the Republicans, except for one, Rand Paul, which at this point, he's a rogue Republican anyway, because he barely votes with the Republicans these days anyway. That's why he got tackled. Sure. <laughs> I believe the neighbor. I bet you had nothing to do with politics. No, probably not. The I fact bet, that he I was- I bet Rand Paul's just a dick. Yeah, he's just yeah. a probably terrible neighbor. Reading some of those stories about like the shit that he would allow to flow into his neighbor's yard and oh, stuff yeah, like that, yeah. yeah, that's a bad Does that neighbor. Shock you? No, no. <laughs> no, not at all. Because libertarians are the most entitled people on the fucking planet. <laughs> they just are. They think that like you know that they're so fucking great mm. that they shouldn't ever be bothered yeah. by society. Yeah, and yet they take advantage of all society's pluses. You know, the roads and schools and. <laughs> And you know what? I I'm not I'm I've said this before on the show. I I remember looking into Gary Johnson. No. I know. <laughs> if only he would have looked into Aleppo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Uh let's talk about our 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 good friend, a friend of the show, Chris Christie. <laughs> yes, and I will find that article now. <laughs> Chris Christie um everybody's always asking me to subscribe for a dollar <laughs> chris christie speaking of which hi what well, i was just saying for a dollar an episode oh. you can become a patron we, yeah and stuff <laughs> <laughs> my plugs aren't as good as tom's but i mean where would you find a link to that i believe it's on um www.patreon.com forward slash dom all over what yeah i think and, so and you can just like you can just give money give money yeah. To a podcast, yeah, that provides you hours of entertainment every week. Mm-hmm. At least two hours. <laughs> <laughs> These last few weeks, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that's um, 
That's pretty impressive. And, yeah. and you get other podcasts as a as a reward. Yeah. And for, stuff. For one dollar an yeah. episode? Four dollars yeah. a month? Yeah. God, I buy my lubes cost more than that a month. <laughs> it does. It's water based. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, by the way, those are some badass looking slippers. <laughs> Just saying. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um so Chris so Christie help, help contribute to Tom's loop fund. <laughs> Chris Christie. I'm gonna put that as your new picture. Chris fucking Christie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shut the fuck up. Let's talk about Chris All right, Christie. Fine. Um Chris Christie is Speaking uh, of somebody who needs loop to get through the door. <laughs> Because he's big. (laughs) But that's not funny. We're not fat shaming. We just hate Chris Christie. But Chris Christie is out of a job. Well, we we don't like him because the only reason he got that big is because he ate all of the poor people in New Jersey. (laughs) No, he he didn't. They're all over the place. um, They used to have homes and stuff until he was governor. He is out of a job, or he was out of a job, um, after he, uh, you know, left office in uh january 16th that's mm-hmm. not that long ago no yeah his replacement took over a democrat because his approval rating was almost in the bottom teens yeah well, let's put it this way uh donald trump looks good <laughs> for his approval ratings compared yeah. to chris christie yeah. his uh, his approval rating was so low that uh roy moore was interested in his approval rating because <laughs> i think at one point it was 14 years old yeah. i mean 14 <laughs> <laughs> I think 14 was an actual number that he hit, by the way. like his, I think he might have, at a point, even gotten into the single digits. They were bad. Yeah. They were bad. Um, Just like like one guy who rakes up the beach that he closed was probably like, well, I was still working, so. Yep. But if you were worried about never seeing Chris Christie's beautiful face ever again. Oh, I was so worried. Well, fear not, Austin. Okay. Because he's back in action. Oh, thank God. Wait, what? <laughs> he um, got elected again? Uh, no. Okay. Not quite. This comes from the Washington Post. Fake news, but whatever. former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has signed on to be. Are you ready? Yeah. An occasional contributor to, to diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> the diabetes. <laughs> How could you only occasionally contribute to that? <laughs> the jokes don't even make sense. <laughs> That's diabetes, Austin. But to ABC News, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has signed on to be, are you ready, Austin? <laughs> I'm ready. An occasional contributor. Uh, to the gravitational pull. <laughs> I'm done. I quit the show. That's it. <laughs> Ron, the show's all yours, bro. I know you've been gunning for my position. <laughs> it's a missionary position. You're here too much today. I know. Where's the buzzer? Uh, Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie has signed on to be, are you ready, Austin? Mm-hmm. An occasional contributor to ABC News. What? Yeah. The no. ABC News. What's he going to contribute? <laughs> Sandwiches? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> His hiring will be oh, announced. Well, we should hire him. <laughs> I haven't had a good sandwich in a while. <laughs> He has. His hiring, get him too. <laughs> his hiring will be announced Tuesday on Good Morning America. That's today uh, during this show's 7 a.m. hour. Oh, it happened. Um, which cited uh, sources familiar with the plan who wish to. I don't fucking care about all that. Uh, Christie was reportedly chosen because of his friendly relationship with President Trump. 
and members of his administration. Christie's ties. Oh, I see. They're trying to compete with Fox and Friends. I guess they have to have that one friends friends and friends of friends. Uh, Christie tries uh, ties to Trump could prove useful to the network as it prepares to cover midterm elections beginning March 6th in Texas and ending September 18th in Massachusetts. Now, how exactly would that be useful? Um, I don't know all of the people on that show. I'm guessing they don't have a crazy right wing nut job. They everybody needs a crazy right wing no, nut job. No, we don't because we've put them all on one channel. And you can go find them anytime is, you want. That is true. I guess they are trying to appeal to more people by having Chris Christie. You're going to no, get they're at, trying to appeal to crazy people. Well, that's true too. Well, the yeah. alt right. That's the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. With thousands of Republicans and Democratic candidates facing off in several levels of government across the country for spots on the November ballot, Christie could provide a glimpse into what Trump voters are thinking. A blimp, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this is bad. Christie was once considered a potential was considered a potential for president, but his career has floundered since 2012. Such a poor choice of words. <laughs> <laughs> it could have said flubbered. Yeah. First came Bridgegate, in which Christie's former allies shut down lanes of the George Washington Bridge for five days in 2013. Apparently, as an act of retaliation against a local mayor who did not support Christie's re-election bid, Christie has denied his role in the scandal. Um, but he's a lot like Trump, where he denied his role, but like all of his aides have gotten in trouble for it. Pretty much. And I think two of them went to prison. He And there was a lot of talk about Christie going to prison, too. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Bridgegate is still a thing. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. still an investigation. So there's a chance. Oh, maybe that's why they hired him. They're hoping he gets arrested right on Good Morning America. Uh, that would be fucking amazing if that happened. That would be a good morning. I would watch that <laughs> yeah. and then rewatch it later on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway. Oh, let's be honest. You'd watch it for the first time on YouTube after you heard it already happened. <laughs> Scroll down just a little. Okay. I'm going to read down here. Uh, I'm moving on to the end of the article here. It says, after the Good Morning America announcement airs Tuesday, Christie is expected to return in the evening to discuss Trump's State of the Union speech. Wow. So they hired him today and they fucking got him a spot already. There you go. Well. I'm sure he'll have some deft analysis of the State of the Union. Wow. And. Washington Post had to add this to the end of the article. ABC News could not be immediately reached for comment. They're going to get a lot of backlash for this. This is a terrible decision. Yeah, like how are they going to fit any other commentators on the screen? (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Chris Christie at his best has no supporters anymore. No. Even the Trump supporters aren't that into him because he's not like he's a Trump supporter, but not really. I don't. It's hard to explain. No one knows what Chris Christie is, other than nah. just a douchebag. Yeah. And if you want to have that kind of person on your show to right wingify your show, go for it. But you're going to lose a lot more supporters than you're going to gain. I'm not going to watch this fucking bastard talk about politics from the right wing perspective on ABC News. So if I see his face on it, I'm turning. I'm going to go to another station. I'll yeah. go to MSNBC or something. Yeah, New Jersey's for, for people in Pennsylvania. And listen, we're in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is as stupid as it can get. Mm-hmm. But I, I never go to New Jersey. I drive through New yeah, Jersey. Nobody goes to New Jersey. But I don't remember the last time that I stopped in Jersey other than to get gas because the people are made like you can't pump your own gas. Yeah. So people pump it for you, which is fucking great. But <laughs> yeah, Tom likes to have people work for him. <laughs> <laughs> But other than that, come here, gas slave. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm not saying that because they're always they're always Latino men. Yeah. So I'm not saying anything like that. Oh, I see. Yeah. A por favor, <laughs> mi amigo. Por, por favor, mi gasolino. <laughs> I think I just said, please, my gasoline. Yes. <laughs> Which makes no sense. No. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I, when was the last time you went to New Jersey? Um, I think it's actually for, uh, we went to get gas, a similar reason. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, no, no offense in New Jersey. But. Although I will give them some credit for things. Um, well, they're, first of all, their gas is cheaper. Very cheap, yeah. Although the fact that somebody has to pump it for you, I actually find annoying. Uh, you do? Yeah, because I'd rather, because it's faster just to yeah, do it yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, their liquor laws are much more sane than yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah. And they're about to legalize marijuana. Yes. So, um, I actually don't really hate New Jersey. I know a lot of people really do actually hate New Jersey. I don't really care for New Jersey, but I don't hate New Jersey. No, they're, just, um, they're the funny butt of a joke. They do have a lot of good things going on. The governor is now a Democrat. I was going to say, yeah, they finally got rid of Chris Christie. That yep. was the first thing they did. In a that few weeks, we are going to be interviewing uh, a candidate for Congress from New Jersey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought about that just now. <laughs> who is uh, aiming to make that state, uh, you know. Great again. <laughs> Great again. Ooh, maybe not. So that's enough on Christy. Just so in case you were wondering where he's uh, going to be. Well, now you know. He's going to be on Good Morning America Yeah, with George Snuffleupagus. <laughs> I think he's on Good Morning America. I don't know. I don't watch any of these programs. Okay. I, I'm not up that early. <laughs> I normally go, What are you, 104? <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally I got to the- get home and turn on my programs. <laughs> I'm normally going to bed like three hours before these shows even start. Yeah. So that's not- no, they don't watch the programs. Um, Austin, <laughs> you have an update for us on uh, Pennsylvania's gerrymandering uh, situation. Yes. Speaking of Pennsylvania being terrible. Yes. Um, we did a not so terrible thing. Yeah. So far. So what happened was there was a case taken to the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court um, challenging the way in which our congressional districts were gerrymandered. Right. And the state Supreme Court, in a decision uh, 12 for and 5 against, decided that, yes, they were gerrymandered on partisan lines, which is against the state constitution, apparently. Okay. There you go. And that was the basis for the ruling. Well, this made Republicans get the sads. Well, uh, before you go on. Oh, okay, go ahead. I'm the, sorry. No, no, no. The, before you go on, the importance of this actually dates back to November. Yeah. When Pennsylvania had a very quiet blue wave. Like, the focus of November happened to be Virginia. <clears throat> Virginia, which is a red state. Well, I think the they had part. the most elections. They did. Yeah. But Pennsylvania had a lot, too. And, In the judiciary, which is like right. the least sexy branch of government. Right. <laughs> and that is where the state started becoming a little bit more blue. All of the um, superior court nominees, now this isn't Supreme Court, but superior yeah. court were all Democrats. The ones that won, yeah. Yeah, and now the Supreme Court, because a couple of those as well were elected, or it's a big majority of Democrats now. Yeah. That's And that's where all this stems from. But go on, Austin. Yes. So. It's <clears throat> called backstory, you know, like the plot. I, okay. I built the plot. All right. Okay. I just want to let them know. All right. Because they don't live most like, well, a lot of them do live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, I know. Hi, guys. Okay, so. Pennsylvania, woo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so, yes, the uh, Pennsylvania Supreme Court decided that the gerrymandering was so partisan as to be unconstitutional according to the Pennsylvania Constitution. Right. Now, normally, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in states where 
they're deciding cases based on the state constitution, the U.S. Supreme Court has no say. Okay. So many activists thought that was it. Right. You know, it's been decided it's state law. And that's what's going to end up happening. Yeah. Yeah. But – Ah, there's a butt, isn't there? Oh, a big giant Republican butt, and oh. it's not Chris Christie. Oh, <laughs> that was good. That was good. Okay, okay, I like that. So, so the Republicans in the state who have been um, getting a little weepy-eyed over the fact that they might lose their congressional district because you know the gerrymandering is going to go away. Don't you love how they call us snowflakes? I know. But whenever something doesn't go their way, they bitch and moan so much they take it to the Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So the uh, Justice Alito is the one who's in charge mm. of the uh, I can't remember which district it is, but Pennsylvania's part of it. Great judge. Yeah, and so they they took it to him, and he didn't immediately dismiss it, but it sounds like he's waiting for word back from the League of Women Voters on which way they should take this. But <clears throat> the fact that he didn't dismiss it makes people think that if it were taken to the Supreme Court, they might have the votes. Yeah. To overturn, overturn yeah. the state Supreme Court, which in cases like this almost never happen. Right. There is one time, and this is the case that they're using the Republicans as um, precedents for this case. Mm-hmm. And it just happens to be Bush v. Gore. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't know that. In 2000. Oh, no. When the Supreme Court overruled the state Supreme Court and forced them to stop counting the votes that is fucking atrocious yeah. to even think about no yeah. and you know it's so much for the the supreme court being non-political yeah. that's the whole thing about the supreme court they're not supposed to be a party affiliated they're supposed to be judges based off of the law yeah based off the constitution if let's just say it goes to the supreme court supreme court sees that the pennsylvania's uh calling it unconstitutional was unconstitutional you cannot say that that's not politically motivated. Yeah. Because you're obviously going to be defending Republicans. And I'm not saying take the state and turn it completely favorable for for Democrats so that there's still goofy-ass districts. I'm saying just make it fair. Yeah. Because the truth is this state would have been mostly Democratic if, this, if the districts were, were fair. Yeah. And these Pennsylvania is one of the worst offenders of gerrymandering. Oh yeah. If you yeah. just if you don't know what we're talking about, go on Google, type in PA congressional districts. Look at all of them. Look at some of them in Philadelphia. Well, I think the seventh in some, particular. Right. The seventh. Is, yeah, yeah. Is it like a national joke? It is. Yeah. Well, and you know what? And the twelfth isn't that far behind. The twelfth, yeah. which is Tom Prigg's district, is yeah. brutal. Yeah. His is three hours apart from one end to the other. Think about that. Yeah. You know, you would think a congressional districts. And I don't even know how far ours is apart from one end Ours the other. isn't as bad. It's not no. as bad, but it's still It's still kind long. of a weird yeah, shape. It yeah. is. But like, you would think congressional district, you're representing the people of the place that you live in. Yeah. Well, Tom Prigg can't do that. No. Because he might live in Pittsburgh, which I believe is where he lives or about there. Yeah, in the suburbs. And, yeah. and his congressional district goes into central Pennsylvania. Yeah. You don't know the type of people and yet that are the there. people like, you know, two miles down, like in the um, opposite direction mm-hmm. aren't in his district. So it's like right. people he's right around aren't yeah. in his, but there's people three hours away. I'm willing to bet that where his house is, which I don't know where that is, but I bet you that it might be on that strip 
of that that long strip, yeah. and that means that his neighbor across the street might be in a different district. I know, I know, it's so fucked up. <laughs> like that, <laughs> Pennsylvania needs to get this fixed. Yeah, and, and I am not saying do what the Republicans did and turn it blue. I would. I personally, I wouldn't mind because fuck Republicans at this point. Yeah. But at the same time, in the sense of just fixing the political system. No, they should be fair districts. Just make it fair. <laughs> Figure yeah. out a, a system that makes it so that if you're running for a congressional district, you know the people. Because I hate to break it to you, but people in Pittsburgh and people in like Altoona are not going to have the same needs. No. So it, it makes it almost impossible for candidates to – you might not even know who your person is yeah. half the time. <clears throat> so this is just disgusting to even think about that this yeah. might get to a point like that. Yeah. Let's hope it doesn't. I know. But it does look like it could. Yeah, I'm hoping they just dismiss it. That's why we're counting on the League of Women Voters to I – would, I, Man, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. <clears throat> um, I got one more. One more story. Let's go to – let's talk about solar power in like – you know, we used to Shut talk – Shut up, Tom. 30% tariff on everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, in this country, yes. Um, so this – the reason why I ended up clicking this article is because it's kind of funny. It's actually pretty short, so I'm just going to go ahead and read the article. This comes from a website called renews.biz. The article is entitled, Octopus Extends Reach in Italy. And that was what drew me into this article. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's going to be one big calamari. That would, you know what? I love calamari. (laughs) If that was the alternative, okay. Yeah. Uh, Octopus Investments has completed the refinancing of five solar projects totaling 64 megawatts at Montalto. Montalito, Montal, Montal, Montalto, Montalto. That's a weird name. Yeah, Montalto, Montalto di, Castro. di Castro, in the Lazio region of Italia. The twenty-three million. Lazio is that like the lazy region? No, that's actually where my dad was born in. Lazio. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's central oh. Italy, where Rome, uh, the province Rome is in. Uh, the twenty-three million euro. Uh, Dollar financing package <laughs> has been provided by MPS. 23 million euro. Dollars. <laughs> They're not euro dollars. I know. I know. Um, provided not like, by. It's not like Euro Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> provided by MPS Capital Services and represents a landmark deal for solar in Europe. Uh, having secure finance debt against solar projects without government subsidy, Octopus said. The invent- now, this is. Uh, I, I find this the way they word this very strange. Why? says represents quote a landmark deal for solar in Europe which the way they say it just sounds so much like Trump the way he talks about things well like maybe like he'll never he'll never say things like the solar industry or the auto industry like this marks a great day for coal Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's like, <clears throat> you mean for the coal Listen, industry? You have no, to. Coal is going to have so many rights. It's going to be able to be out and burned. Listen, these people. And it's black. <laughs> these people in not America. The, the translation might not be accurate. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. The investor is overseeing (laughs) a further 110 megawatt of uh, subsidy-free solar projects in Italy, which are being built at 12 additional sites. Octopus head of uh, energy investments, Matt Setchel, a great Italian name, said, (laughs) I'm really excited that together with MPS, Octopus has once again broken new ground in the European project finance market. Um, this represents a major step on the path to bringing industrial grade renewable energy products to European markets without government subsidy. Mm. So it's interesting. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Knowing what I know about Italy 
and how they're the conservatives of Europe for, in a lot of ways. Yeah. This is pretty interesting. Well, the fascists did come out of there. They did. <laughs> and still to today, like they're just they're more into their traditional values. Yeah. They're still big on the Catholic Church. Women are still not where they should be in Italy. No. There's a lot of issues in Italy, but this is a this is an extremely progressive step. Now, uh, there's obvious issues if I'm thinking about this in like a historical standpoint. Lazio is center Italy. It's okay. the central part of Italy. It's there's going to be a lot of that beautiful landscape. That's where whenever you see those kind of pictures, you're either thinking of Tuscany, which is like central north, or the Lazio region. Mm. So these solar panels might affect that. But there's it, as you can see in the picture displayed, Austin, there's not many trees in this region. No. So this is perfect for solar power. And to not be taking in what you can from the sun, it would be such a waste. Yeah. So this is a – I think this is a good step. Let us know what you think. Do you think um, – you think this is a good move for Italy or not? Because I know there's a lot of history people that are going to be like, well, what's it going to affect? All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back and we have a Not America report with our Not America correspondent, Stephen. Sounds good. Okay. Welcome back to Dumb All Over. Um, we have another special guest joining us now. Uh, our not America correspondent slash UK correspondent slash world correspondent, <laughs> Stephen. How are you? How are you doing, boys? Better now. Yeah. Better now. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Good. No, much better. <laughs> uh, before we even introduce our beer and before we get into the not America report, Stephen, you... Uh, just became a patron of Dumb All Over. Yeah. And since we have you on the show, we want to thank you uh, wholeheartedly and personally for uh, donating and sponsoring our show. It really means a lot to us. And that I f- eventually when we figured out it was you, <laughs> then, <laughs> <laughs> then we were like, yes. So thank you so much for that. No, it's, it's my pleasure. And it's, it's uh, I was happy to find um, the amount of content on there that there was to actually reward me for uh, my support of you. So it'll give me um, much more hours of listening pleasure and a better audio audio quality as well. You hear yeah. that, listeners? <laughs> all, you, all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com forward slash over and you get hours of content. That's a quote from one of our current patrons yeah. and friends of the show. <laughs> hours of additional content. That's true, though. And, and better, <laughs> yes. and better uh, audio. Yeah, for the audio files. So, yeah, sure. I don't like that word. I really, I really just dislike that word. <laughs> um, okay. So now let's begin with the uh, beer. Uh, Stephen, are you joining us with a beverage of choice? I have a, a green tea, yes. Okay. So. How, how English of you. <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. Because if I ever do move to England, which seems to be more and more realistic by the day, I'm going to – no, I'm good. No, assuming they let you in. Well, that is a possibility. Yeah. That is a possibility. I do love tea. <laughs> so I can put that on my application. <laughs> Loves tea. Let me in, please. <laughs> I like how you think that's a huge determining factor. It is. Okay. We threw their tea well, off of a boat, you- and that caused a war. So I'm pretty sure. Well, that didn't cause the war, but okay. 
<laughs> to be honest, we really don't have any idea about what the logic is for the um, the immigration standards for this country. So, um, you know, we're not we're not trying to poach people from Norway. So maybe um, from your side of the, uh, the the pond is a better idea. Yeah, mm. I if I'm England, I wouldn't. But that's. <laughs> Anyway, the uh, beer that we're drinking, uh, it seems like, as Austin pointed out, we are drinking another cider. Every single time Steve is on, we're having a cider. Yeah. This one's one of my favorites. It's from um, Woodchuck. Yeah, Woodchuck, uh, hard cider. Guess is- where they're from. I Oh, Jesus. Vermont. Are they from Vermont? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, right here from um, Middlebury, Vermont. Yep. Middle, or is it Bury? B-U-R-Y. Middlebury. Yeah. Middlebury. Uh, this is their fall harvest. It's just like apple pie. Yeah. That's not me saying that. That's what it says on the label. It's true, it's though. Five, we've had this one before. We have. 5% yeah. ABV. It's kind of light, but it's so delicious. So uh, get your tea ready, Stephen, and we'll get our beer ready. Ooh, that was nice. Cheers. Oh my goodness. That is just like apple pie. It is like apple pie. It's liquid apple pie. If apple pie can make you drunk. Mm. I wish apple pie can make me drunk. <laughs> this is like like isn't there synthetic marijuana where you could like it's like it's like liquid marijuana. This is like liquid apple pie. Well that's not synthetic marijuana. There's um there's like the wax Oh the, the dabs, but synthetic marijuana could kill you. So let's begin this Not America report, Stephen. Oh, I know a lot of people give Americans a bum rap for being stupid and knowing nothing about the world, but the reality couldn't be further from the truth. As I discovered on the streets here, asking US locals about the very world their country runs. Name a country that begins with you. Uh, utopia. What's the religion of Israel? Catholic, probably. What religion are Buddhist monks? Buddhist monks? Islam, I don't know. What is the currency used in the United Kingdom? Uh, Queen Elizabeth's money. <laughs> That's all I know. Stephen, what do you got for us this week? Right. Well, we'll start off with Asia for a change. Whoa. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, you see, <laughs> throwing it out there and, and mixing it, mixing it up. So, um, <clears throat> in the Philippines, uh, they've got quite a nasty guy who's a. Uh, uh, Autocrat, really, um, and bordering on a dictator. However, um, can uh, I? I'm, pres- gonna, I'm gonna interrupt. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be an Alex Jones for a second and interrupt you completely. Um, we do have a listener from the Philippines. So what's up? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I want to do <laughs> <Okay. clears throat> Um, my ex-wife was Filipino, so that's fine by me. Oh. <clears throat> um, anyway. So um, he's not a very nice man, basically. I mean, nope. he, you know, he's uh, managed to get into the presidency via um, being tough on criminals, which, you know, um, doesn't in- involve um, what you would normally expect to be tough on criminals. This involves actually getting people who deal drugs and flying out into the ocean with a helicopter and throwing them out wow. in the middle of the ocean. So, you know, as well as having death squads going after people and summary ex- executions and all these kind of things, he's not, he's, he sees himself as a hard man, but really he's just an atrocious dick. However, he um, is, he is uh, LGBTQ friendly, isn't he? Um, I'm not sure about that. The, the situation for LGBT uh, in the Philippines is quite a complex situation, really. Um, obviously, the Catholic Church plays a, a large part. No way. So, um, so it's the, the the Filipinos' natural instincts versus the um, the Catholic Church um, creates a bit of an odd situation, to be honest. Um, which um, is a more elongated conversation, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> but um, 
at the, at the moment, his his main thing is he's decided that um, he's going to close down a, a, a news service, which is, um, strangely enough, it's one that is critical of himself. Ah, um, what a coincidence. And, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing, amazing how he, he thinks that that's actually the way to go that, and that doesn't in any way make him a dictator um, or anti-democratic. Um, the thing is, I think he's he's taking some tips from other places elsewhere within um, Asia, um, such as um, Cambodia, where the, um, the the prime minister there who's been in charge for 32 years, um, and, and that doesn't sign a dictator at all, does it? If no, 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 no. Nope. Um, <laughs> He's, he's decided to close down the uh, in Cambodia. He's decided to close down the, um, the really the only um, opposition party um, on the basis that they um, they were allegedly plotting against the government. Oh, um, which you know they were. <laughs> if, 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 if you consider plotting against against the government to be actually um, planning to stand candidates against them in the elections that are meant to be going on this year, and and accusing. The uh, the Prime Minister Hun Sen, who's been in charge for thirty years, if you're accusing him of being anti-democratic, um, that seems to be the basis on which they're actually um, plotting against the government. Oh. Um, so the best way to actually, you know, refute that is obviously to just close them down. Um, so I mean, I'm not sure. yeah, I don't really disagree. <laughs> I mean, listen, if the, yeah. de- if the Democrats, you know, take over, yeah, fucking shut down the Republicans. I'm okay with that. Okay, yeah. that's well. insane, Tom. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> The, it might it might create an irony with the name at least. But, yes, um, it would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really would yeah. I'm kidding, by the way. For any, but of course, you look people. you look around the world though, and you'll find that most countries that have got democratic in the title definitely aren't. So um, you know, the North Korea, for example, that's the Congo. Not, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's usually a warning sign. But um, you know that that. The, obviously, the Philippine president and the uh, prime minister of Cambodia have, t- have taken this attitude in order to actually fa- try to avoid um, their critics. Um, and it seems to be that um, in Thailand, the, the PM there has decided to go on a completely different route. Um, he was installed about four years ago via a, a military coup. Um, and he's still in power, but he's decided that the, the way to avoid his critics is to just um, bring out a cardboard cutout of himself stand it on the podium and walk away saying, you can ask this guy. <laughs> uh, no, that's not real. Yeah, that, yeah. that is real. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> happened uh, within the last month or so. That so, puts Clint Eastwood's so, talking to the chair thing completely. Yeah. It makes it look sane. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> no, the, the, the way to avoid your critics um, when you're actually um, an oppressive um, dictator, um, obviously that... that different methods there of how to actually do it you can either just you know shut down the politicians you can shut down the media or you can just refuse to engage with any of them um and leave them talking to cardboard um i don't know which one would you know donald trump is heading down but i i imagine he might give a, a go to all of them because well, um, what he you know, did what he did was he called most of them fake news and then he took uh the daughter of the Arkansas governor and put her out there and made yeah. her answer all the questions. And I mean, if you really She's think about it, 
cardboard mm. probably has just as much intelligence as the president. So <laughs> it's oh, kind of like Sarah Huckabee Sanders. <laughs> now, before when I made the joke about um, LGBT friendly, I was confusing Cambodia with Thailand because it's the Thailand president or whatever you want to call him that's like harsh on uh, gay p- gay men specifically, isn't it? I know there's one of those one of those countries in like Southeast Asia that is uh, like they execute gay people just for being gay. Uh, well, the Philippines has got a bit of that. I mean, the, the, again, it's a confusing thing because historically, if you go back before the Europeans had any involvement with these countries, um, transgender people, for example, were just completely accepted as being part of the culture in, in virtually all parts of Asia. Um, mm. And since the Europeans arrived and um, imposed their uh, Christian values, um, suddenly it's been that they started killing people um, for these things. That is very um, Christian. Well, they had to civilize them. <laughs> so, yeah, this is it. It's like in India when the uh, the British arrived in India and instead of having people um, allow, allowed to eat with their fingers, which were a lot easier to clean, they had to use bits of metal, which were a lot harder to clean. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that, but that's civilizing them apparently. Um, it is, but, yeah. You know. yeah. <laughs> but the thing, is, the thing is, we went to all these countries and we took a flag, so therefore that country was ours because we had a flag and they didn't. Yeah. So that's, that's how colonialism works and that's why you've got the same colors in your flag as ours because it's... It's our country, really. Well, now, anyway. now you're speaking. Now you're speaking gibberish because it's, because it's America and blue and red and white are American colors. Cost they so, are. Yes. So, yeah. I don't. Don't, I mean, don't worry about that at all. Has um, nothing, to, we do, nothing to do, do with France want... or England. Stop no. taking fucking credit for the Statue of Liberty was built by like Kyle Smith. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired of this anti-American talk. <laughs> America first. Eh? Yeah. America first. Yeah. We were great back yeah, then. That goes down well. America so, first, but, insanity later. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> truth. Um, so the dictators around the world, are, at least in Asia, have been able to get away with what they like. But Wonderful. it seems to be that um, but in, um, in Africa, it's not quite going so well for some of them. Um, one of them who's been um, not having such a good time um, is, the, um, is the, pre- the president of Zimbabwe. Um, now that Zimbabwe is a country within Africa because Africa isn't a country in itself, um, and please let your, your president know that because he well, seems to think. According um, to half Americans, I bet you they well, would say it. He he did say shithole countries. In <laughs> countries plural. Yeah, plural. Oh well, Stephen, Stephen, it justifies it. Yeah. So he's aware that there's more than one. He just thinks they're all shitholes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every single one of them. Well, the the it's in some parts he's not entirely wrong, but um, you know he's dragging your country back towards them, so that's okay. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of them are not that different. But, uh, yeah, but um, the the in Zimbabwe the uh, the ruling party has decided to remove its ninety um, three year old leader, who was the president, who was um, uh, Robert Mugabe. Um, he's been the president for thirty seven years, which again is is not an indication of a dictator at all. No. Um, <laughs> The sad thing is that he wasn't um, he wasn't removed by you know popular revolt by the people and then decided to take the power back for themselves. It um, it, it seems that initially the army decided decided to um, stage a, a, a protection of the government. They, they took over government and media outlets um, under the guise of, of protecting the president from traitors. Hmm. Um, and it, it wasn't a coup at all, despite. Um, 
what people said it was because the military said it wasn't a coup. So that means it definitely wasn't. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, of and, course. <laughs> and and the, the president himself was put into protective custody in one of his fine palaces. And, um, and, and that wasn't house arrest at all because the military said it wasn't house arrest. So that, that <laughs> now, Stephen, clears, Stephen. clears that one up. During World War II. Don't you remember the famous line, these are not nuclear bombs as they dropped those bombs? That makes – they were obviously not nuclear bombs. Because, yeah, ab- absolutely, absolutely, yeah. So, I mean it's just, fa- it's just fake news, isn't it? It as, is. As well, it's nonstop it's fake news. news. They were so. nuclear bombs. Nu- nuclear. <laughs> yeah. nuclear. 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 Yeah. Nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> that changes yeah. them. Yeah, it does. It completely changes them. The nuclear – the nuclear. <laughs> Sorry, I just love the way he said nuclear. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, he was starting so, two wars. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the people who they landed on really didn't care how it was pronounced. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, That's true. Hey. Yeah, you think that uh, was a final debate between I, the I, Japanese people in World War II? <laughs> it's like, no, it's nuclear. No, it's a nuclear bomb. You think that happened? No. No. <laughs> well... Unfortunately, because of where they dropped them, it then started a whole debate about whether it was Hiroshima or Hiroshima. So it's it's just created that a is, problem. That is true. <laughs> and yeah, that debate true. lingers till today. Yeah, that's true. It, Dropping it those does. bombs did create a lot of linguistic problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when when the nuclear residue was creating a second mouth on the people. Yeah, that's... Uh, listen, the hills have eyes was real. <laughs> it was oh. <laughs> based off of a true story. Yeah, but they, those were hills here in America, <laughs> and that's well, just because they were drinking Flint's water. <laughs> oh, <laughs> or just Michigan's water. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. apparently. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's still a situation rumbling on, isn't it? Oh so, yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah. So the 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 in Zimbabwe, the the president's own party, uh, who occupy most of the seats in the parliament, um, they they basically sacked him as leader, and um, they put him on notice that he could either resign or he'd be impeached. Now, um, you know, why this would happen after 40 years in power, um, as, as I say, it comes down basically to um, a squabble over who was going to be his successor. Um, he, he, the week before, he'd actually sacked the designated deputy that the party had agreed upon and instead decided to um, put in place his um, 57-year-old um, wife, who um, didn't have a particularly good reputation amongst oh. the party for actually being being fair dealings with them. Um, oh. And this is from a party who basically are a oppressive, oppressive regime. Um, I mean, the, the, the selected candidate by the, um, the party um, is known as the crocodile. Um, and, and that's purely down to the fact that when he smiles, you really should be uh, worried. Um, oh, no. So, um, so wow. you know, the cho- and, the, and, the, and he was the preferred candidate that was backed by other people outside the party, including the military and things. So, anyway, um, Mugabe eventually, um, after lots of back and forth, he did actually decide to, that he was going to resign. Um, and they sort of started to move on in a sense, but basically um, not much has changed for the poor people who've been starving for, for the last decade or so. Um, you know, you've got a situation where basically the, the money is so completely devalued, um, you know, you need to carry around a, a wheelbarrow full just to be able to buy a loaf of bread. jeez. Um, oh, but although probably makes it fortunate that you can't actually get any bread. So, <laughs> you know, it saves, saves you the hassle. Um, 
So who is but, the um, leader? Who is the leader right now? Is it still under military control, or right, have they it's, announced it's, somebody? It's, it's, it's the the um, the former deputy that they actually wanted to have in place. Um, he's returned, and he is. Although they're going to be having some elections, he is president. Um, uh, uh, president select, I suppose. Um, he's a caretaker until he actually um, rigs the election to become elected. Um, and um, his name is Emerson Magawa. Oh, so, okay. oh, Magagua. That was Magagua. it. Magagua. Okay. So, um, so I don't expect Donald Trump to be uh, trying to pronounce his no. name anytime soon because well, um, he, <clears throat> no. he has trouble with his own. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Edward Magagua. <so>, <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly uh, what's gonna happen. That's, that's like it's like when he tried to say Duterte, <laughs> and we go do do do. It's it's shocking, isn't it? Really, it's no one, it's, it's, no, it's no wonder he sees it's preferential to have um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders talking for him. I mean, you know, it's got that des- level of desperation. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy, shocking, yeah. really. But then again, I suppose she has the advantage that when you know when she's looking around the room for reporters to actually um, speak up, she can always pretend she wasn't looking at that particular <laughs> reporter. She was looking at a different one. Yeah. Um, so she's she's got an advantage there, I suppose. To, That's to, true. You never yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. So you just I just don't see eye to eye with her myself. Uh, <laughs> Nobody does. <laughs> So so yeah so that that situation you know is basically one dictator being replaced by another but um whether um this will be a bit of a fresh break for the people that will actually get some improved policies um who knows but they are going to be having elections and maybe they won't be as rigged as previously but hey you but, never know because the, the last rigged. the last 40 years they have been so why change something yeah. that works <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, not, now. I'm not exactly hopeful for that situation but yeah. uh, I guess you, at, the, at this point, you can only hope that whoever, like, if assuming he's going to win the president uh, select, as you so elegantly put that, because it's not an elect, you know, it, it has been picked. Yeah. I, I just hope that they, you know, help the poor people in that country, because that's all the. Uh, yeah, CN- I wouldn't count on it. <laughs> that's all the CNN was focusing on. So that's the only part that I actually did know of the story is how poor the country is, but oh, n- but not really, because the top. This sounds odd, but the top people there have a lot of the money. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> never heard of a situation that, like that, that before. Never, never heard of that. No, been, no, no, no. I mean, he's, it, the, the policies um, of the, the president who just been removed, I mean, they were very much um, about um, originally taking the power back from the colonial powers and distributing the land and things to the people. Um, it just seemed to be that the that land started to be taken away from those people and given to the richer people and the ones with the biggest weapons. Um, uh, you know, so he had this. It was very much racial based originally about taking it away from the white people, and and that was the you know you can understand a certain anti colonialism considering the yep. history. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. But he didn't help himself. Um, when about 15 years ago, along with these um, quite racist policies, he decided that the, the the best look for him to adopt was having a Hitler moustache. Um, <laughs> oh, what? <no. laughs> um, which you know, which even to the to most recent times, he was still sporting this this Hitler moustache. Um, 
I didn't so, know. If, I didn't know anybody yeah. else ever did that mustache again, unless it was like a a, a clan meeting or a <laughs> Nazi, like a, a Nazi rally or something like well, that. I think I think Steve Bannon thought about it for a while, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but his face was so covered in sores he couldn't grow any hair. <laughs> can't tell it's, it, if that's what he's going for or not. Or, um, so yeah, so I mean, you know, the as far as the the right wing. Uh, uh, in, within Africa, it seems to be that's the the way that that party, the the ZANU PF, the, they're called. Um, that seems to be the the policies that they were enacting. Um, but you know, it hasn't stopped elections elsewhere in the world where um, the right wing, uh, uh, an ultra right wing, actually has uh, managed to make some grounds. And um, sadly, it's happened in Europe um, in the past um, six weeks or so, since about you know just within the timescale since we last recorded uh, right. or I recorded with you um, in Austria. Um, and of course, it's never been a oh, problem no. when when somebody in Austria, <laughs> oh, uh, no. an ultra right wing Austrian, has got oh, into no. elected, uh, elected office, has it? So, um, <laughs> so they had the presidential uh, elections and and uh, the the general elections, and um, uh, a party they had to form a coalition, and unfortunately, the the right wing party decided that the best move was to actually ally themselves um, with the Freedom Party, which um, that takes us back to. Um, parties and countries being misnamed because oh, okay. they, they, don't, they don't particularly want freedom um, except if you're a white male who happens to have money um, yeah, and, you're heterose- like... and you're heterosexual as well. Yeah. Um, you know that uh, y- you can be free as you like in that case but anybody else unfortunately pro- freedom a, doesn't extend to you. I'm just assuming not Jewish. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah. Strangely enough Uh-oh. you've guessed correctly there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh um, my it's, it's god! Much, it's much like yeah. the Freedom Caucus in the House of Representatives. I think we have somehow figured out time traveling, and we are not in 2018 right now. We're in fucking like 1932. No, I think Tom, what you've discovered is that history is cyclical. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I think you, yeah. Let me guess. The, the winner, the president, the new president of Austria is Schmidt Schmittler. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? It's- it's it's not far. Well, the the president has- don't say that, Stephen. <laughs> don't say it's now far off from Schmidtoff Schmittler. Because no, I swear to God, no, if it is, no, it's it's not. But the 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 the, um, the president uh, who has been uh, elected and the prime minister and things. Basically, um, the new government isn't actually the the Freedom Party. Um, but much like what's happened in Nazi Germany um, back in the 30s, um, the dominant conservative party decided that they would take on, as a, a junior partner in the coalition, they would take on the right wing. Um, and it's mirroring it exactly, unfortunately. Because um, oh, no. we've all got to remember that, that Hitler did get elected. Um, you yeah. know, it, it wasn't an overthrow of the government. It was um, those nice people in Germany voting for it. Yeah. Um, so, um, unfortunately, there is a certain amount of mirroring going now. Now, thankfully, we have, uh, um, in order to stop the same thing happening again, we have this um, organisation where all the European countries are, are made to cooperate with each other because of trade and, and um, equality standards and stuff. And it's called the EU. Uh, <laughs> well, except, uh, except for so, one country. Except, for, except yeah. for one country. Yeah, strangely enough. Yeah, um, and, and we'll come on to that later on. But um, obviously, one of, one of the points that we were just talking about there was a country called Germany. Um, now... Um, Never heard of it. Germ- <laughs> Germany actually has been having its own problems with um, with government. Um, you, you might not realise this, um, but um, 
they've been trying to form a um, government there themselves because of a, um, needing to have a coalition because uh, uh, the elections that happened all the way back in September um, resulted in no overall party. So since September, there's been negotiations going on trying to form a government with um, Angela Merkel, um, who's the, the well-known um, leader of Germany and is continuing to be the dominant party, but they need to form a coalition with other parties. Hmm. Um, now, it's been since September that they've not actually had a functioning government, as it were, but they've still managed to achieve a lot more than the Republicans have in your country. <laughs> <laughs> and so, their government's not even really working. And, and their government is actually working. Now, oh now unfortunately, at one, point, at one point, it was looking like, um, because um, what are called the AFD, which are the equivalent of the Freedom Party, um, got quite a large... Um, proportion of the vote out of nowhere having never got any seats previously um, huh. they were looking like they were going to be a potential um, coalition partner um, but despite them being uh, uh, on the conservative side of the spectrum um, with Angela Merkel she did um, initially say straight away that she was guaranteeing that they weren't going to go into coalition with them because they were such nasty fuckers mm. um, and for, for a right wing German to rule out going to coalition with somebody because they were they were too nasty um, is significant yeah. and is a break with history. Um, so it looks like it's going to be um, a, a reformation of the previous coalition, which was the, the center left and um, the right wing trying to find a way to work together, despite the fact that their policies um, aren't necessarily in tandem, but this will have to go to the party uh, delegates to decide whether they want the members, whether they want to actually vote in favor of this for the, um, the socialist party. So, um, it will see whether they'll actually agree to it or whether it'll all get thrown out and um, they may end up having to have another election. But still, they've managed to keep things on a much more even keel and be more functioning than both your government and mine. Mm. Uh, well, um, <laughs> I think we have time for maybe one more if you have anything else. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, well, back to my uh, my home country here then. Oh, yeah, uh, we've got to end it with have, the UK. Yeah. Well, why not talk about Brexit? All oh, right. That's, that's, um, that's something that's still happening, apparently. Wow, is, um, that, is that a big deal? Eh? Uh, well, it's funny. It's the first time I'm hearing about it. it depends, depends who you ask. I mean, mass suicide should actually get more news than it actually has sometimes. But, um, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. There's not been a lot of, lot of movement within the negotiations with um, the, the European powers um, and the UK government um, between UK and U and U. But various um, various UK government ministers have decided to start pontificating about what um, the the Brexit deal should be and, and what should be happening and, and all this kind of stuff. And they're a bit at odds with each other about what they're saying because they're just like talking out of their own asses without actually sticking to any centralised um, policy. Um, so we've had a, um, a high-profile minister who's called Boris Johnson, who was quite central to the um, to the Brexit campaign in the first place. Um, he's been um, championing that there should be um, an extra 100 million um, that that's saved from Brexit should be put into the NHS, which is having a lot of problems at the moment due to um, underfunding by the Tories. Mm. Um, so he's kind of responsible for that. Anyway, um, it's... Uh, no, they're saying about £100 million um, a week. Uh, this is despite the fact that during the actual referendum um, election campaign, he was driving around the country in a big fucking red bus that said that we should be giving the NHS £350 million 
from oh the money that we pay to to Europe. Oh so he's brought that figure down um, oh. for some reason. <laughs> okay, but, to, um, to only a hundred million. Yeah, it's it, yeah. So it's only a hundred million. So that so somehow he's changed his mind on on two hundred and fifty of it yeah. going somewhere else each week. But um, <laughs> it's it, um, this prompted the the Chancellor, who is our finance minister, um, to actually come out and and point out that. Um, Boris Johnson is the foreign secretary, not the health minister. So, um, which is a bit of a put down for him because <laughs> he's, he's uh, Boris Johnson is the one that you might remember um, when he uh, visited Ireland. Um, the people in Ireland were told, "Yeah, don't listen to him. He'd let him just say what he likes, but just don't pay any attention to it." Oh my um, god! <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah, he's um, he's. He's decided that that's what the you know his what his view of it should be. Um, there are various overviews. I mean, um, and um, you might remember me previously talking about these um, reports about um, how it, the Brexit was going to affect the country and how these reports that they've been referencing for quite a while. Um, it turned out that these fifty-two reports didn't actually exist, despite the fact that they've been um, referencing them. Um, huh. As it turns out, yesterday. Um, it was revealed that the, there is actually one report out there, which is called the um, EU Exit Analysis, which is actually um, drawn up by the department that that minister was talking about, the Brexit minister. Hmm. Um, and he was you know, denying that it existed. Um, it's been partially leaked. And, and unfortunately, the government is saying that we, you know, it's not in the, the country's interest to actually release the whole thing, which is, is causing a bit of consternation uh, amongst other politicians. Yeah, I can, um, I can but, see why. <laughs> yeah. but, but the details we've got of it, um, is that um, if we decide to go for this no deal Brexit, which some um, some of the the Tory politicians are actually advocating, um, in the next fifteen years we'll be experiencing um, an economy that's fifteen um, percent worse than it would be um, if we didn't leave the EU. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, no. um, so, but if you know, if we do actually come up with a, some kind of free trade deal with the um, the EU, then we can lower that um, to the only being five percent difference. And if we do basically decide to leave the EU but stick with every bit of legislation and stay in the single market and all this kind of stuff, we can lower it to the point where we're only going to be two percent worse off as an economy for the next fifteen years. So basically, it's various degrees of, um, you know what is the least worst option there's no option on the table that's actually going to be better for us um, which is a bit of a of a confusing situation for us to be in when people are still trying to maintain that this is a good idea um which which it isn't so i'll just add on uh, i know you said that was going to be the final i'll just add on one bit of good news to finish on sure um that republic of ireland um have decided to have a referendum and they haven't had it yet but they've just they've, they've said they're going to have it um to um ask the public whether they think that they should legalize ab abortion um, oh. in that country. In, in Ireland? Yeah, currently it's completely illegal, whereas this will be bringing in, um, it'll probably be, be subject to um, medical necessity, but um, at the moment they don't even have that. Yeah. So um, that's a bit of progressiveness um, from Ireland, uh, which obviously is known for being quite a Catholic country, it but currently, currently has um, uh, a son of an immigrant as a, prime, as a prime minister who happens to be openly gay. So um, maybe things in Ireland are, are turning in the right direction, whereas elsewhere, um, like our countries, they're not. Well, they did legalize gay marriage a few years ago, and, and I remember yes. just, I just remember yeah. being so shocked because it's such a Catholic country. Yeah, you just don't see that. But now abortion too. How is yeah. it that how is it that this country is being more progressive than ours? Like mm. I, um, for them, that's progressive as shit. 
No, I'm just saying it's not that hard to believe when you see uh, I guess. the people who keep winning our elections. But, uh, Stephen, as always, thank you so much. Um, no problem. As informative as always. Um, <laughs> you can find Stephen. Follow him on Twitter so you can get more of this and others. Go to uh, at Propaganda4. Uh, Ganda, G-A-N-D-A, 4. Uh, follow him on Twitter. Check out his website, which I checked out for the first time and I realized it's a web design uh, mm. website. Is that right? We have graphic design and web yeah. and web stuff. Yeah. So um, design for the masses, as I like to yeah. say, which seemed um, interesting at the time, but now it seems quite trite. So. <laughs> well, check it out. Um, and we'll, we'll be, uh, we'll have you on again next month with a whole lot of updates. I'm hoping on uh, certain, certain global events. The, yeah. the yeah. not America ones. ones. So thank yeah. you, Stephen. Um, no, thank you very much. Take care. Yeah, you too. When we come back, um, we will have our interview with Sharon from the Habeas Humor podcast. Should be fun. Sounds good, Tom. Welcome back to the show. Um, hope you enjoyed that little break because, you know, that's uh, what the breaks are for, for enjoyment. <laughs> um, before we introduce our next beer of the day, we have our special guest that we talked about earlier in the show. Um, she is the host of the Habeas Humor podcast. Um, very happy to have her on. Uh, Sharon, how are you? I am great. Oh, you guys, was I supposed to bring beer? This is awkward. <laughs> you, I mean, you didn't have to. Um, one of the things that we do is we just drink while we do the show, mostly craft beer, sometimes other stuff. But if you don't, it's definitely not a problem. No. But if you do, you can, you're more than welcome to help yourself. <laughs> No, I'm I'm aware. Like I don't want to. <laughs> I was just making the joke, like uh, like I showed up to a party without bringing anything. But like <laughs> I don't want to give you the impression that I've never listened to your show. <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't listen to the show, so if you didn't, I wouldn't have been offended anyway. <laughs> I don't listen to our own show. That's an actual, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I listen to my show all the time. That's the problem I actually have. Is like I can't get used to hearing my own voice. Learning to get used to it but i'd rather just let austin deal with that <laughs> that's how you live most of the things in your life <laughs> so the beer that we're going to be drinking uh this time around is um from southern tier it's called their dark robust porter porter uh the, <laughs> the abv is 5.5 uh yeah the name is kind of strange so uh you know a lot of porters a lot of um a lot of stouts today Oh, it's winter. Yes. So uh, we'll do the symbolic cheer and then begin the interview. Oh, that's good. That's not bad. Yeah. Do you you like craft beer, Sharon? Do you ever drink craft beer? I sometimes do. I work at a theater in New York that's next to a bar called The Haymaker, free plug, because they're they're cool people. Mm. And uh, they do, it's on 29th, (laughs) right by 8th Avenue. And uh, they, uh, that's like one of, that's, kind of their main thing is that they have this huge beer list that they are constantly rotating. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, unfortunately for me, I don't have the most sophisticated or complicated tastes when it comes to beer. And usually I would prefer to drink something, uh, like, I, I kind 
I find beer a little heavy. So, I mean, unless it's like some really watered down shit. So, um, <laughs> amen to that. Yeah, we have rules here. Um, no, like Coors Light, Miller Light, nothing from those big companies, because that's just—I don't know how people drink that stuff. Let's let's be honest. Some <laughs> some of that's really disgusting. It's tricky, yeah. But the Haymaker—that's what that place is called. It is, yes. Austin, I think that's a Patreon goal. Yeah, I know. We'll have to go sometimes. We're, up, we're up in New York it's quite often, not actually. not that far from us. No. Um, oh, my God. It will definitely let me know if you're in town, and we'll hang. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That'd be awesome. If, if we do go, <laughs> we'll definitely let you know, because that'll be fine. And then you can show us around, because I don't, I don't go to the city enough to know, mm. you know the whole city. Yeah. But... The haymaker sounds pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, she had me a big beer list. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all we needed. All right. So, Sharon, uh, once again, thanks for coming on this uh, onto our show. Um, the for the listeners who might not know about your podcast or know who you are, why don't you just give a basic introduction about yourself? Um, uh, I we we know that you practice law. Uh, what kind of law do you practice, and uh, all that kind of stuff? Well, I guess I will. Um, you're. You're going to be the first people to have me say this on the show. Uh, I um, don't believe I am under any code of secrecy anymore. And if I am, I apologize to my partner. So um, are you guys familiar with the law? Uh, are you guys familiar with uh, Opening Arguments podcast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Andrew Torres of that show is my partner. We have a practice together. Oh, wow. And, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. it's new. Okay. <laughs> we just started uh we we started setting it up a few months ago. That's awesome. And, that is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why like he hadn't made like a big announcement or anything and like I think I don't know if he's going to cuz he's kind of <laughs> we just recorded an episode of Lot Awful Movies and that was kind of his chance. So um <laughs> oh. Okay. So you're pr- what you're telling us is you gave us breaking news here. Yeah. <laughs> breaking news. This is your yeah. You you have this first. You have the scoop. Uh, so. Exclusive. That is that is awesome. We're oh. privileged. <laughs> we we have to go tell the wayward Willis. They're gonna be so jealous. Yes, <laughs> totally oh, gonna be jealous. I love John and Logan. <laughs> we do too, which is why we're gonna tell them. <laughs> Well, that's really cool. So, um, what kind of law then are you guys going to be practicing? Are there, um, give us a, a rundown of what the new partnership is going to be like. Well, our specialty is small businesses, and as you may know, Andrew represents a lot of podcasters, and he does. I mean, he does things as uh, you know, as specific as advising podcasters like scathing atheist on you know the content of their show to keep them on the right side of any kind of defamation <laughs> suit or anything like right. that so that must be almost a full-time job then. <laughs> i yeah i think so i mean from what i hear about eli's phone calls in the middle of the night I'm <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm not sure if i want to know but i do <laughs> And I just mean what they're talking about on the show. I'm not saying yeah, that no, I have I been know. like. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I cannot divulge anything that passes, uh, you know, inside of the office. That's privileged and confidential. Of course, of course. Uh, so yeah, that was just a joke. I don't think Eli usually calls in the middle of the night. Uh, could be wrong again. I don't want to be caught with like saying the wrong thing. But um, <laughs> so, but what we also do, like the, that's actually the small chunk of the practice. And then what we do largely is. Um, we help people who are entrepreneurs who have small businesses who are kind of starting out don't have lawyers yet don't really think they can afford or need one and 
oftentimes they really, really do because um, a few, like a, a very modest investment in some legal advice at the beginning can save you so much headache and so much money later. And one of the things that we're, do, we're trying to advise everybody about, and I know Andrew's talked about it on opening arguments, is that the new tax laws, for better or for worse, have made it so that certain people get some really privileged and preferential treatment, including people who have passed through LLCs. They get mm. a big break on their taxes where they didn't used to. So if you own a business as a sole proprietor, it may be in your interest to... Uh, form an LLC, and, and and chances are it probably is. So okay. you know, and we do that for like super cheap, just to help people out. So uh, you know, we're always if people want to um, write or call, uh, we're always happy to to talk to people. And if we, you know, if you've got an issue that is outside of our specialty, we can refer you to somebody else. So um, I didn't mean that to be a commercial for my firm, but you did ask what I did. <laughs> hey, no, absolutely, yeah, that you know. That's a cool thing. So I mean, go ahead and plug that all you want. That's yeah. that's fantastic, and that's, so that's a cool law offices of P. Andrew Torres. <laughs> there you go. I think that's a really cool thing that you do too. Especially you mentioned uh, at, at a at a lower price, and it, you know that means a lot to a lot of people who might be wanting to start a business, but they can't afford the typical lawyer pay, or you know some. My parents just went through a divorce. Now I know it's a whole nother thing, but the, right. the, the bill that was attached to that. Yeah, I bet was, it was outrageous. Outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's a cool thing that you guys do. And uh, I'm, I'm assuming you guys are going to get a lot of business that way. We're trying. I've got student loans. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we know the pain on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, what, what inspired you to get into law? Was there a, a single issue or something that happened that made you just want to get into law? Or was it just something that you're passionate about since you were a child? Actually, no. It was more like a process of elimination that occurred after I was in my college years. And uh, I actually went into college thinking I was going to be a doctor. Specifically, I was uh, I had done mock trial in high school. We had a really good team, actually. Okay. State champions of California, 1995. <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. Um, so I actually learned a bit about uh, I learned a bit about, if not the practice of law, then like the trial, how a trial works okay. and how you kind of prep for a trial. And I didn't, I wasn't into it. I was much more into the expert witnesses that we would have in our case, like the forensic pathologist. I was fascinated by that. So I really wanted to do that. And it, but then it turned out I could not pass chemistry or physics or mm. like any science-y thing that you would need for that. Or math, math, math. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bane <laughs> of my existence. Yeah, <laughs> chemistry. I assume would uh, be important for forensics too. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. Now I wanted to talk next about your your podcast, the Habeas Humor Podcast. Um, what what made you want to start being a podcaster? It, like it's on the side because you have this the law firm, especially now with the breaking news that you provided us before. Which thank you by the way. Um, <laughs> what made you want to start a podcast? Well, thank you for asking. Of uh, <laughs> I've been doing habeas humor for I think I'm about at my one year anniversary now, and so I had been interested in podcasting for. A couple of years once I started really getting into listening to them and I am a performer I have done singing for a large chunk of my life and I have done comedy like improv comedy and sketch 
And I have been interested in having some kind of show. I don't have anywhere near the drive to do like what a lot of people I know do, which is like a web series. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, that takes, you know, you can't do that by yourself. No. And uh, <laughs> no. so um, so I thought maybe podcasting was something I could do that was similar, but easier and you know and uh, there are podcasts that i'm a, that i've been listening to that i'm huge fans of greg Proop's smartest man in the world i like you know um even before i started listening to the whole kind of atheist genre i started listening to like savage love cast and um oh, yeah. uh, that's a good one and i really like that one where we're especially in the beginning where dan savage just kind of gives uh like make us makes a um diatribe of his just opinions on something i'm like i want to do that i wonder if anyone would listen to me do that oh, i'm sure I'm, I'm, yeah i'm i'm positive of it if it's anything like your show currently and i'm not just saying this because you're on the show but i mean it's thoroughly entertaining like you, oh, you thank you so much of course yeah you managed to like something that's difficult in podcasting is keeping the attention of the listener the entire time and i don't have that <laughs> or your co-host sometimes <laughs> shut up Austin. <laughs> But I don't have that issue with your podcast. So if you do want to do something like that, all I, I think you should just go for it because I, I guarantee people will listen to it. That'll be fascinating. You mean something different than? Oh, you mean just like me ranting? Well, yeah. Like it, any, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I think anything that you wanted to do would be entertaining. Aww. No, seriously though, I think that's more than my parents have ever said to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, was there? Um, was there a particular? I know you mentioned um, Savage Lovecast. Yeah, Savage Lovecast. Was there another particular podcast that, like, once you heard it, you were just like, "Okay, I'm going to do podcasting." That would probably be opening arguments because uh, I got in. I started listening to that one. I think I was a little late when they started. They may have been going for about six months or so before I started listening to it. And, uh, you know, so I listened to that one. I'm like, okay, this is a law podcast. And there are apparently other law podcasts. Mm -hmm. I will give my opinion and say I don't think the other ones are as good. I have not listened to them all. But (laughs) opening arguments is definitely my favorite one that I listen to. Except, Oh, maybe. Okay, no. Uh, Opening arguments, definitely my favorite. I'm going (laughs) to commit to that. But I also like Stay Tuned with Preet. Although it... um, Stay, whenever I say stay tuned with pre, mm-hmm. uh, either in my head or out loud, it reminds me of cooking ramen with heat. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, okay, these guys are doing it. I want to do that. And I think one thing that opening arguments demonstrated to me is that you can make a show that can appeal to lawyers and non-lawyers. So Okay. Um, and how, is, uh, how has been the podcasting journey thus far? Well, as I'm sure I don't have to tell you guys, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like another job. And, yep. uh, but, you know, it's fun. Like, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. And sometimes when I'm doing, like, if I'm like, oh, I got to do a show on this or that. And I always kind of check in with myself and make sure I'm having fun doing it. Because I don't want to do, like, I don't want it to be homework. I don't want it to be like, I'm preparing a report for the class. Right. Or something like that. Uh, so I always try to make sure it's something that, it, it, not only that I am into as far as subject matter but something i can make jokes about i'm that's kind of something that i'm a skill i'm building as i go i'm not a i'm not a very uh finely trained joke writer i've taken some sketch classes and stuff but most of what i do is improv and a lot of what i do on stage is very physical so uh doing this thing that's scripted and um 
where I'm invisible is very different. And also, I was originally supposed to have a co-host and then it didn't work out. Oh, so wow. I'm doing it solo. So that's very, you know, that's a big challenge. But you know, it's so like, I'm sure when any, whenever anyone tells you that they like your show, which I like your show, you know, it's so rewarding. And it's like, oh, my God, you know, if, if one person is being entertained by this show, that's great. So, you know, I don't have the numbers that the big shows have. But like, you know, one thing that we can lose sight of is that like, if anyone is listening, that's awesome. Like I get, you know, um, you know, what is it like my show probably has maybe a thousand listeners to each episode and and i think well it's not thirty thousand like how many <laughs> this is. but that's a thousand fucking people yeah yeah, yeah no it's yeah. it's a it's a wild thing too especially if you don't have any experience doing stuff like this beforehand and then all of a sudden you're like wait a minute like when you communicate with people and they they've listened to your your stuff and they're they're quoting things that you said it's so it's like this bizarre yeah. feeling yeah. but also all the credit to you because Austin and I both have solo podcasts that we do that are attached to this podcast mm -hmm. talking to yourself is one of the fucking hardest things I've ever had to do <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean like I, it is so hard to get in it like for us when we do the show together our shows we want it to be like an hour long they always end up being two hours long because we can't right. not stop talking <laughs> with those solo podcasts 20 minutes in I'm like I'm done yeah. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say so that I, yeah. that's tough so all the credit to you believe me it's that's hard. that's tough uh, yeah when I first did my first few episodes, my first few episodes are super short and I would be talking and I would think that I had gone on for an hour and a half and it would be 15 exactly. minutes. <laughs> exactly. And then it's so hard to regather yourself and say, oh, I guess I got to make this longer. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, do you mind if we um, transgressed into uh, a little politics? Maybe. Uh... Oh, yeah. Okay, great. cool. Um, all right, so we want, we've been wanting to talk about this topic for quite a while. Now, it's a sensitive topic, but uh, it's an important topic. Uh, you've heard of the Me Too movement, right? Uh-huh. Uh, we just kind of wanted to get your opinion on the movement. Now, it's it's obviously, it's an unfortunate movement to have. It's, it's something that, like, I wish we didn't have to have it, but I'm personally very glad that we are having it. But uh, it would be good to get a, a female perspective on the Me Too movement. So if you could, could you provide some kind of... Uh, thought on that the overarching opinion that i have is that it's very good that people are talking about how much harassment and sexual uh transgressions are pervasive mm -hmm. and how we do live in a very rapey culture right. even if it's not as rapey as some and how every woman has been the victim of it is at some point. And so I think it's very good. And I agree. Like, I don't agree with the backlash. I do agree that some people go too far when they say, like, it's the same thing to be raped as to be, like, catcalled. That's not true. Right, right, right. But uh, other than that, you know, I think that if, if anybody out there is... Um, and I, and I, you know, and, and some people criticize the fact that, that it's just women. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I get, you know, to me, that's that's fine. It's like the Black Lives Matter. It's like by saying all lives matter, you're, you know, you're being a shithead. So it's the same thing when it's me too. It's like, but what about guys? Like, yeah, yeah. But like, the thing is that women have um, like a 20 
thousand plus year history right. of being oppressed. So yeah. like that's just kind of what we're talking about here. And you guys can have your your thing too. So <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, throughout history, there's only been a few societies that I can name off the top of my head that were controlled or at least like at least allowed women to be equals with men. And that's literally a few. And it's we've had more than like a few civilizations come and go in the last 20,000 or 100,000 years of human history, if you will. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I, I do see that on Twitter all the time. It's like, oh, guys get abused, too. OK. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand that why men think they need a voice in this. <laughs> it's not it's, it's not, not about really. Us. <laughs> yeah, it's not really about us yeah. in this case. The one, you know, obviously I'm a guy. I don't really I don't, I, that doesn't ever happen to me. These kind of things have never happened to me. However, um, Austin's sister, Lexi, well, we, we do a, another show all together. And one time we decided to go live on Twitter. And when me and Austin went live. We literally had maybe five, six people watching our live stream. Yeah, we're not that interesting. No. Lexi comes on, and all of a sudden, we get like 60, 70 people watching, but all the comments were like, oh, take your shirt off. Like, Oh, my God. I, yeah, I yeah. freaked out. I was like, turn this fucking thing off, because like that was the first time I've honestly ever seen it in person. Just like, and she was like, yeah, "Well, you don't have a sister." <laughs> yeah, I don't have a sister, and she was just like, "Oh, it happens all the time." And I was like, "That is the worst thing that I've ever heard somebody say to me." Is that nah. it happens all the time, nah. and that was, and that was actually coincidentally about the same time that this Me Too movement actually started yeah, happening. Yeah. So I'm all for it, but it's nice to hear uh, a female perspective of it at least. Yeah, well, I'm happy to. I'm always happy to give my opinion. <laughs> But uh, we do have one more question. Now, this one is about um, the atheist community. We've, we've been asking uh, fellow atheists throughout the last few weeks of this, so pretty much this exact same question. Um, with the events that are going on in like the atheist or the skeptic, skeptic community, yeah. um, do you think that it's worth even being in the community at all as the uh, atheists and the skeptics seem to be going more to like the right wing? What do you think? Oh, I think it's definitely worth it. I mean, one thing that is kind of weird is when we have a tendency to use words like community mm -hmm. to describe something where it's like people are aligned on one opinion. And it's not always a true community. Like people will say things like the LGBT community or whatever. And um, there are like really different people within you know, who happen to be LGBT. So they're not necessarily one community. So I would say hang out with the people you want to hang out with. <laughs> if you want to call yourself atheists, great. If you want to call yourself skeptics, great. But um, I mean, labels get us in trouble a lot because labels are what people often use as kind of like a straw person thing to say like, oh, you're a feminist? Well, I have heard of a woman who once who was uh, also said she was a feminist and she said some fucked up shit. So that means feminists are awful, you know, and yeah. <laughs> that's not, you know, that's not how any of this works. Wait, that's not? So I, I thought that's, I was taught that my entire <laughs> life. I thought that's the way everything worked. Yeah, I mean, I would say stay away from events if they're going to suck. I was at Mythicist Milwaukee. Oh, boy. And yeah, um, that was, you know, it was a learning experience. I got to say it was a fun weekend overall. Mm -hmm. I got to see Milwaukee. We got to go to the historic Pabs Theater, hang out with, uh, you know, like Thomas was saying, there were there was there were at least a couple of dozen people who came and like were on his side about things. And we all got to hang out and that was fun. And oh, my God, we had this great Airbnb. But <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> 
you know, so I mean, but I totally get I totally get when people are saying like, oh, we're being encroached upon by the uh, MRA crowd and stuff. And it's like, yeah, so don't I would say, you know, the, the lesson we learned from that event was don't support events that are um, going for that kind of audience and are inviting people who are shitty to participate. Don't give them your money. Right. If you disagree, I would say that, you know, and, you know, should ReasonCon, I doubt it, I highly doubt it, but should ReasonCon ever invite a Sargon of a cat or someone like that, I wouldn't go. And I'll, and I'll say to all my friends, you know, let's go to something else. Mm. And so, but you, yeah, you definitely should have like, you know, we, I, um, a lot of us describe ourselves as a movement. I mean, you're not necessarily a movement if you're just atheist, but if you're also kind of an activist, you're an advocate for church and state separation. And uh, some people are advocates for um, eradicating a religion entirely. I think I would like to see religion eradicated, <laughs> uh, but I would totally settle for just getting it out of the government. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'll take that too. Yeah, I'll take yeah. either one to be completely honest with you. It, does, <laughs> it, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. But I'll take so you know. I mean, that's important. So don't abandon that. Mm -hmm. Just do it without the shitty people. And if you have to call yourself something else, atheism plus or whatever, you know, whatevs. Yeah. <laughs> Again, labels are late. You know, atheism labels are dumb. Plus, I like that. Yeah. That should be an app. That should totally be an app. <laughs> Download the Atheist Plus app now. <laughs> okay. <tell me. laughs> I think that'll be good. I think that'll be good. All right, well, th thank you very much for that insight as well. I think that, you know what, you made some valid points. Um, it's I guess it's the same way with politics, too. I mean, one of the things that we run into a lot on Twitter, especially, is most of the fighting that we ever had on Twitter was with other Democrats, but of the Clinton side. Um, hmm. And they just, you know... Sometimes. Sometimes. We've, got, we've gotten some mega people, too. No, we been. have, but I mean... Uh, well, I think the difference it is doesn't we're, bother uh, us. Then we're more willing to have a conversation Absolutely. with Democrats. <laughs> but I've seen other Bernie Sanders supporters and Hillary Clinton supporters always fighting with each other. If you don't just follow other people, I, that's what I always tell people anyway. Yeah. So I guess that applies for everything. Thank you so much, Sharon. Uh, why don't you take this uh, opportunity to plug everything that you can, everything that you want to. This is uh, your time. Plug anything. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> So I would invite everybody, if you have not listened to Habeas Humor, please listen to it. It's delightful. It is. Uh, and also listen to me on, uh, you know what? No, fuck them. I'm not going to plug opening arguments, lot awful movies, because that is for patrons. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> and that means you have to give them money. And if you haven't given me money first, don't give them money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm about to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, no. But listen to opening arguments. It's a great show. Just give me money first. <laughs> and <laughs> I back Habeas that. I back that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Habeas humor is H-A-B-E-A-S-H-U-M-O-R. So a lot of people don't know how to spell. Like I, I always say like, oh, I thought everyone knew how to spell it um, after 9-11 when people were being locked up in Guantanamo and shit. But uh, no. <laughs> so H-A-B-E-A-S-H-U-M-O-R. We're at Habeas Humor on Twitter. And uh, uh, if anyone is unfamiliar with what the show is about, it's about law. But it's also like my primary goal is to entertain people i try to be funny and um i am much more interested in being funny than in being like 
Correct. So, <laughs> yeah, us too. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to the family. Yeah. <laughs> um, in, in all honesty, uh, we we typically only invite people that we like on the show. It's because it's a Ooh. it's a podcast for the people. It's not necessarily just to get listens and stuff like that. We could get Republicans on here and have debates with them, but we choose not to. We thoroughly oh, what in- fun with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We thoroughly love your podcast, and we're very honored Thank that you came. You. on our show um and we hope that one day we can meet up again and maybe even go to the bar haymaker oh, yeah. you see i don't remember that shit until you mention great. a great bar <laughs> now i'll never forget the name haymaker <laughs> there's another one rattle and hum and like, they have even more beer like haymaker's beer list is probably like 20 things and then the rattle and hum i think has a lot more oh boy there, but they're down by fifth avenue i believe how so. about we go to haymaker Spend two hours there, take the sub to whatever this other one you just named. Name is not important, and we stay there for two hours. <laughs> hey, there's pro- there are places in between too. There's actually a whiskey bar around the corner. Oh, oh. I'm not a big whiskey person. We are. But- yeah. <laughs> so it sounds you like. Know, and then there's across the street. There's the uh, the Walters on Eighth Avenue, which we love Walters because it's like cheap. Ooh, okay. And actually, they have a very nice bathroom. It's very spacious. <laughs> it's important in New York. That's right. very important. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like we have a future date plan, so we're looking mm. forward to that. Yay! <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you once again for coming on our show, and um, you know we wish you the best and good luck with the with the firm. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be a huge success. It, 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 thank it you so much. All right. Um, when we come back, we will uh, have our closing thoughts and end the show. All right. All right. Welcome back to the show. Uh, you know, this is the, wait, what am I doing? This is the final part of the show. Yeah. Um. So welcome back and goodbye. <laughs> goodbye and bye bye. Yeah. Um. What was that sign off from? Um. What was it? Good night and good luck yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So uh, let's end our big stupid show. And uh, Austin, what do you? What's your final thoughts for today? Oh well, I thought we had some fantastic interviews today. Yes, we did, as always. And uh, yeah. And it seems like lately we've been having two interviews more and more. <laughs> trying to squeeze them in. Yeah, no, I'm Although sorry. one is technically a whole segment. <laughs> yeah, so right. So that doesn't really count. And this was the last week of the month, and it was yeah. a pretty busy... Listen, January's been a busy month. Yes. And I'm not trying to cram in all of the guests at once, but I'm anticipating a lot of guests this year. Yeah. And we might just have to get used to it. Yeah. Because... Yeah, maybe the Scheduling. theme of 2018 will be guests all over. Guests that was like one of the first. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first episodes of 2018. It was, yeah. yeah. That was the first episode. <laughs> was it the first one? It was the 50th, I think. No, it was the. Yeah, that was the, it 50th was the first episode. one. Yeah, that was the first of the <laughs> fucking year. Yeah. That guests really did over. set the tone. <laughs> yeah. And we, uh, yeah, but listen, Sharon, thank you for coming on our show. Yeah. Uh, dealing with us. And <laughs> that's always a challenge for our guest and Stephen, uh, not only thank you for being on our show and educating us on the world and what's going on outside of CNN and stuff like that, something that we can't focus on, but thank you for being a patron. Yeah. That was, that, that was unexpected. I didn't yep. expect it. I never expect any kind of donation or any kind of support from anybody, but getting it from a friend who is a correspondent of the show, it's just, it, it's, 
it's extra. Yeah. So thank you. And as he joked off air, he's now paying us to be a correspondent, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I feel bad, but um, look, he, he, that's how you run good business. <laughs> We're big business, I guess. That's how you go to do it. Oh, yeah, man. I just turned into Bernie again. Yeah, I did. I <laughs> it's did. impossible. <laughs> what else do you got, Austin? Anything else? Um, uh, there was a lot of Trump news, and not much of it was good news. No, it's not. Excuse me. When is it ever good news? Well, when you hear that indictments are coming down, it's always good <laughs> That's news. That's good news. Yeah. That is, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how the Republicans try to hype up this memo. Once it's released. Oh, yeah, the FBI thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. That's interesting. The thing, the only thing that worries me is that um, it might finally give Trump enough lies to be able to fire Rosenstein, which will, he could appoint somebody who could fire Mueller, but. We'll see. But I I wouldn't count it because last time he tried to fire Mueller, there was almost a mutiny. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, if you fire, if you fire anybody that's investigating you it's gonna throw so many more red flags than anything i at this point but the other idea i heard was a second special counsel yeah i saw that the fbi yeah but to be perfectly honest if um if it doesn't interfere with the first one i don't really give a shit yeah i don't care either i mean it sucks that we're wasting taxpayer money on it 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 does but at the same time as the x-files has pointed out in their one way or another. The, the, the bearer the bear of truth, the, the X-Files. The truth is out there, the X-Files. But <laughs> the FBI is corrupt in a lot of ways. What ways? I don't know. So if you want to yeah, investigate the thing, them, The thing that, that kills me is that they're almost always conservative ways. It's kind of true. Yeah. Like, especially since the, the entire conspiracy theory by the right is that the FBI is trying to help Hillary Clinton by kicking out donald trump yeah which seems like if that was their goal they had a golden opportunity yeah to do that you know before trump was elected elected instead of releasing a report that says they're investigating hillary clinton the stupidity of a lot of trump supporters on twitter oh it's staggering like i see people actually posting they're trying to get rid of trump so that hillary can come in and take his place that is not how it works no, yeah, I know that <clears throat> their ignorance of uh, yeah, like that's they, not how that works. They, there's not even a good way in our fun House of Cards scenario. <laughs> no, that's Hillary Clinton is not going to be the next president of the United States, and I, this sounds like something. Uh, but Keith Ellison still has a chance. He still has a chance. <laughs> yes, that House of Cards does work. But Hillary, I mean, no, it's no, never no, happened. No, no, not no. well. But, <laughs> but it, we can we can hold. But it in Hillary our Clinton cannot become president, and I hate the fact that I even have to mention this. But I see this on Twitter all the time. Oh yeah, they're coming up with fun ways to like yeah. install Hillary Clinton as president. Like that's not why Trump's being investigated. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like you can justify it as much as you want, but that's yeah. not why. Crazy. Anything else, Austin? Um, I'm not looking forward to the State of the Union. I'm sure it's going to be. Yeah, just it's going to be more nonsense. bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. I'm looking forward to the rebuttal after <laughs> Bernie's rebuttal. Yeah. At least, yeah, definitely going to watch that. Probably won't be watching the Joe Kennedy one. Well, I'll give oh, the I'll give the Democrats this. What? What? That um well, Kennedy would not have been my choice since he's not particularly progressive. He's not progressive at all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he is better than that old guy in the diner they had last year. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. You remember that? Yeah, I do. They had Colonel Sanders. I do. <laughs> It's uh, like, but- y'all hear about my 32 <laughs> herbs and spices that I've put. Look, my Southern accent is every bit as good as Kevin Spacey's. I guess so. <laughs> all right. But in all in all seriousness, Joe Kennedy III is not a progressive. So no. stop 
fucking calling him a fucking progressive. Yeah, look up that word before you use it. Yeah. <laughs> instantly. Instantly. If you're not for Medicare for all, you're not a fucking progressive. Yeah. And guess what Joe Kennedy Well, even not? before that. No, I know. Legalized pot, I think, is even before Medicare probably, for all. Probably. But even Republicans. Like, a, a good chunk of yeah. Republicans are for legalizing marijuana. But my point is, if you're not one of these core issues, you're not a progressive. No. Then you're, you're center Democrat, centrist? Yeah. That's what Joe Kennedy is. No. Is, is, is he I'm the worst mistaken, person in the world? No. He's from Massachusetts. He is. He's, he's, yeah, uh, I believe so. I think so, he's also, according to Stephen's list that he sent us, he's the highest paid senator or uh, politician in Washington, or in Washington, in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. But that's that's what kills me. Like, I can accept a centrist candidate from a place where you wouldn't expect a Democrat. Right, right. Yeah. Like like, like, Doug, like Doug Jones. Yeah. Exactly. Even, even if he pisses me off a lot. Every fucking time. Yeah. Yes. But I can understand that. Massachusetts, I don't understand. Massachusetts is supposed to be a liberal haven. Yeah. And if you're a progressive like Elizabeth Warren can come out of Massachusetts. Yeah. But Joe Kennedy's not one of them. No. So and that's why it kills enough. me. Like, really, he should be primaried. Oh, God. It's so, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, but it's going to be tough to beat somebody from the Kennedy dynasty up there no totally he's yeah. he's pretty much locked yeah, in yeah. but uh, and i'm and listen i'm not saying all centrists are bad so if you're a centrist and you're listening to this podcast i'm not saying that but no we just fundamentally just saying, disagree on yeah, a lot of things and just don't call him a progressive because that's yeah. not what he is progressive yeah. does not equal liberal no. start telling people that because that's not it's not the same thing yeah or i'm sorry progressive is not democrat yeah it's just like conservative isn't Republican all we the time. We interviewed a progressive Republican before. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. It, that's all <clears throat> progressive, just values. Okay. And we'll try not to use that word for him too much because that might lose him support where he is. Right. Well, I think I, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's okay with the fact yeah. that he's progressive. Yeah. Um, for me, it's pretty much more of the same. Chris Christie, welcome to primetime. But fuck <laughs> you because I'll never watch ABC again, I guess. <laughs> um, and then, again, just thank you to all the supporters and uh, all the – all of our listeners and all that. Um, if you want, you can find our, our, you can go on Twitter. I was going to say, and you can find us on Twitter <laughs> at Dumble over pod. Uh, we're on Instagram at Dumble over pod. We're on, uh, you know, Facebook at Dumble over pod. Uh, <laughs> the only link that doesn't work. <laughs> the only link that doesn't work on our website. Uh, speaking of website, check out our website, dumbleoverpod.com. Um, I'm constantly changing it. I think I got a decent format going on right now. It'll nice. be con constantly updated. Whenever merchandise comes in, we will have it uh, put on the website immediately. Any kind of blog posts from myself or Austin are all going to be updated on that. So uh, yep. check it out. Add it to your favorites, and uh, you know, be you know, go on there every day. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, Tom <laughs> installed a donate button because <laughs> yes. he thought that would be a good idea, and I agreed. Uh, so you can go on there, and if you don't want to become a patron, yes, you, you can just you donate a dollar, two dollars, yeah. or a yep. thousand if you feel, or whatever you want. I have <laughs> I have one dollar, two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, and other. That other can literally be a dollar yeah. thirty three if you want. I don't. But care. that's just it's that's just like a tipping your waiter or yep. waitress. Yeah, it's a one-time You don't get anything thing. for it, so. <laughs> one one-time donation. That's all it's, that it's is. It's very kind if you do it, but you don't get the uh right. access to the exactly. patron-only material or the better audio quality. Right. But um which I apparently I'm going to use as a selling point from now. <laughs> might as well. I didn't realize uh, people cared about that. I guess they do. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, check us out on blogtalkradio.com. Uh, just look at, look for Dumble Over Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're also on iTunes, so make sure you check us there uh, out there as well. Leave us a comment. Uh, rate, oh, very much so. Yeah. yeah, rate our show. You know, we're close to 20 on that, which is a really cool, it's just a little mm-hmm. little milestone. But yeah, get it. And if you make us laugh, we'll read them on the air. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. We're fan friendly. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that. That'll be fun. Um, and then, of course, uh, if you would like to become a, a sustaining member and go to patreon.com forward slash dumballoverpod, you can check out the rewards there. Uh, anywhere from $1 and beyond. There's a lot of rewards, and we're constantly adding to Patreon to give you the most for your dollar or two dollars or whatever you want to donate to us oh yeah we got some stuff coming up yep yeah. uh if you support the show we'll try to support you as much as we can yep so just uh, keep an eye out for that merchandise is coming soon we're just looking for a proper platform to start putting it on yeah we want to make something that works the best for you guys and for us yep um quickly have you been listening to any uh other podcasts recently i have been listening to well of course habeas humor Yes, yeah, I've been getting yes. into that a lot in the last few weeks. Um, I listened to this week's Cognitive Dissonance. Of course, well, other than the normal. Atheist. Uh, let's see, Atheist, yeah. Oh, no, I have that disease that Donald Trump has. <laughs> I think it's called stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> it's called dumb. Any, any new ones? Um, yeah, anything new? I've I've been trying to catch up on some of the ones that have followed us, um, like oh. punk rock and politics. Which yeah, I like. that's a, I love that. And one. I may I may be trying to get a spot on there since my album is now done. Ooh, and I'm gonna yeah. try to make the the podcast. You know, we'll talk interview about circuit. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second too. Well, if you want a shorter podcast, I've been listening to this one uh, a little bit recently. It's called Conversations with God. Oh, it's, yeah, that's right. It's super short. It's like yeah. ten to fifteen minutes long, maybe max twenty minutes if that. Uh, but it's kind of it kind of has the same thing that we did with. Alt right Jesus, yeah. where you have one guy who is just having a conversation with God based yeah. off a topic. It's actually really funny. Uh, it's really short. Probably a lot funnier than Alt right Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> but Alt right Jesus is a nasty fucker. He, he is. He <laughs> yeah. is. So if you're looking for like a shorter but entertaining like listen conversations with God, they're pretty good. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. People want to go find yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and also, if you if you are a podcast or if you have a podcast and you're listening uh, and we maybe haven't heard of you, let us know. Follow us on Twitter or something so we can see who you are because I'm always looking for new podcasts. I, yeah. I, ever since I've gotten into podcasts, that's all I fucking do is like yeah. listen to podcasts. Yeah. When I'm in the shower, when I'm just like doing... Okay. Well, <laughs> I just had the radio on. Uh, when I'm cleaning the house, dri- yeah. driving to work, yeah. always have podcasts on so let us know but yes that is true i forgot i did forget to mention before i did the album is done yes yes all yes, done yes, yes. i listened to it uh this morning mm-hmm. all the way through and you're happy with it um no i'm ready to release it. <laughs> okay just release it yeah. i'm sure it's um, fucking amazing i'm up to the the part the point where i'm okay if other people hear it that way which <laughs> took a while to get to <laughs> well i'm There's still part of it I'd love to change, but eventually you have to stop. Otherwise. I am looking forward to listening to it. Yeah. So I, that should be a lot of fun. Congratulations, so, yeah. by the way. Oh, I, you. I know you've been working really hard on yes, this fucking album. I know. So yeah. congratulations on that. Thank well you. deserved. Yeah. So Tom will get his copy first. Woohoo! And then um, 
I think it'll be released to the public probably in about two weeks because okay. that's how long it takes to push it out to iTunes and okay, I got gotcha. Amazon and blah blah blah. All the I'm so music excited. streaming services. I'm, so, I'm not even part of this fucking thing. I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> and the patrons will be getting their code for the digital copy. There you go. Probably this weekend. I think. There you go. Yeah, that's going to be a new thing too. Like, uh, it just you'll get it. Yeah. We're, we're kind of doing what iTunes did with the U2 album <laughs> many a couple years back. Except that we can't put it on your device. No, like, and, you'll have to download it. And Austin, we're not that intrusive. And Austin makes actually entertaining music. <laughs> no offense to U2, but you no, don't. totally offense to U2. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Bono. What if Bono's listening? Good. I hope he jumps in a river. <laughs> Bono, I hope you don't because you could come on our show. I hope you do, and then we can reappropriate oh all the wealth that he's okay. hoarding to people who deserve it. That is <laughs> quite the show. <laughs> we'll be back next week with more of this. Another amazing interview next week. I'm super excited. Actually, the next couple weeks we have already booked. I'm fucking stoked. So this year um, has like gotten off with a bang. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, you can absolutely thank Tom for that. And you know what? And, and I'll scream at him later because yes. it fucks with our schedule. <laughs> yes, it does. But I got to say this. Um, keep an eye out for the future interviews. I have oh, yeah. a good feeling we're close to a couple uh, yeah. ones. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Eli. <laughs> okay. Working on it. Working on it. Yep. If he listens to this, that's it. Oh yeah, he'll never listen to this. No, that's fine. <laughs> don't don't encourage him to. <laughs> we just got to get him on the show. Yeah, if he listens, he'll never come on. I know. All right, that's it. Have a good week. Mm-hmm. Uh, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Do lots of weed. Um, wait, what? I meant to say, don't smoke weed. <laughs> well, even if you're encouraging it to say, it, do lots, of do weed. lots of weed. Yeah, because every, everybody you don't have to smoke weed. You could chew it. You chew it. You could eat it. <laughs> All right, I've had a lot of alcohol. Let's just stop you now. Chew it. <laughs> Well, you have to Every, everybody, go out and enjoy the marijuana. Sit down in your warm blanket and watch your programs. <laughs> and watch your programs. I didn't even say that. Okay, that's it. Before I embarrass myself more. Oh, oh all the implications. All right. <laughs> all right. We'll see everybody. Well, we won't see anybody except uh, each I'll other. See Tom. Yeah, yeah. We'll see each other. Okay. Uh, next week when another episode comes out. Okay. And it'll be in better audio quality on Patreon. So. Just saying. One dollar a week. That's it. Yep. Four dollars. It's cost for a slightly better audio quality. <laughs> 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 I see. <laughs>
Some things are hard to achieve, but with the Miele Power Wash washing machine, you can achieve a complete wash cycle in under an hour, using very little water and energy. And with a Miele vacuum cleaner, you can capture over 99.9% of fine dust, leaving the air cleaner than it was before. Plus, for a limited time, get up to £100 off selected Miele products when you trade in your old machine. Quite an achievement at Curry's PC World. Offer ends 22nd October. 